Maybe I did play it just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative in your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. We're back here on 88.3 WXUT's After Further Review, live in the studio. Uh, had a couple of weeks off, so if you're listening, call in 419-530-4455 if you want to disagree or agree with myself or Frank Basher about this next topic about eliminating the bowl games and maybe setting up a playoff about 32 teams and then play throughout the month of December. Thoughts? I would say no. Why? You don't like the bowls. You've said it for years. I, you think they flea bag bowls. I know I've said there's a lot of flea bag bowls, but it's kind of been more the case since the playoff has come in. Now, that being said, why would we want to expand the playoff when we see a lot of first round ass whoopings? Way too many. You saw what LSU did to Oklahoma. That was one against four. If that if you're if we're seeing all these beatdowns in the semifinal round. We're gonna see. You want to see more of them? You want to see? He see it really ugly. Come on, we want to see good football. We don't want to see he a team get beat a hundred to nothing in the first round. Well, why is that guaranteed though? I mean, if you only make it sixteen teams of the top teams in the country, why would there be blowouts in the first round? I'm not saying have sixty four teams. I'd say a cap at the most would be 32 but 16 teams and everyone else because think about it who wants to see a bowl game with five and seven teams versus a nine and three team or a ten and two team and the five and seven team is filling in because the conference other conferences have enough bowl eligible teams and they just throw this team i mean it, it gets to the point where how many people are watching the tax slayer bowl I'll admit I was actually watching that the other night. Right. But, I mean, I understand a lot for the betters and stuff like that. But why not have it where you have – and, heck, I I mean, I could be even more cutthroat right here where I could just say, look, get rid of all those stupid bowl games and make it eight teams. That's it. People from – if you win your conference title, you're in. So what is that, five conferences and three at-larges? But it goes. It goes back to what I said. Or a group of, or the the five conferences, a group of five winner. If you can decide what whoever that is, and two at larges. So you'd want. So let's let's say for the sake of argument, 
LSU and Memphis would have played in the first round. That would have been I don't a know. bloodbath. I don't know if that's a bloodbath. Uh, yeah, it would have been. With eight teams, though? Yeah. First round. First round well, wait a minute. Memphis is, Memphis is in the AAC, right? Yes, mm. they're in the Happy Action All-American Fun Conference. Mm. <laughs> well, who says they make it, though? Because they're part of that group of five. Hmm. I don't... Hmm. Look. I mean, in the in our in the years we've had the playoff, there have been a lot, and I mean a lot of first round beatdowns. I mean, there's it happens it happens more often than we get a close game in the first round. I understand, and you had Ohio State Clemson was a close game. Okay, yeah, that's all well and good, and I know the first year Ohio State and Alabama ended up being a close game. But more often than not, you have blowouts. I mean, look, LSU absolutely assassinated Oklahoma. It was four, they put up forty nine points. In the I think it was forty nine to seven in the first half. Mm-hmm. No, nobody wants to see that. Well. Because I, look, Derek, I've said this too. At this time in college football. The cream rises to the top, but there's not much cream in the milk can to begin with. Right. You basically have you basically have LSU, Clemson, and Ohio State, and that's it. Right. The fee uh, there's not there's not a lot of there's not a lot of really good teams. You can't really say your your elite is just so small of a group. There's a, there was only three teams that could really claim elite status, and Oklahoma. I'm sorry, you don't get to claim that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if they would have went out and they would have fought like hell and lost to LSU by uh, by a, a, by a one possession, okay, then I'll say yeah, good good work, you played hard. But no, that didn't happen. So are we gonna want to see? LSU against, let's say, Memphis, and that ends up being a bloodbath. What about Ohio State against, let's say, Oregon? That's probably not going to be much better. I mean, you're 3-6 th- you're or you're 4-5. Okay, that might be a – though there's a chance those could be closer depending on who the three-seed is and your 4-5 could be close as well, but – a majority of those games are going to be blowouts. And people want to see good football. They want to see close games. They want to see competitive games. Nobody wants to see a team get curb stomped 49-7 in the first half. And then next thing you know, they're both on cruise control the second half, and it's pretty much over. Nobody wants to see that. that the bottom line is, there's not a there's not a lot in the elite group. I mean, it's sad, it's sad that it's that way, and I know it goes against what I said of there being flea bag bowls and too many of them that they need to get rid of. But with this playoff, until until we can see that there's not gonna that we get semifinals that are actually close on a consistent basis. We're we're pretty much stuck at four, right. and it's going to stay that way. 
and we're going to have to just deal with all these dumb little flea bag bowls. That's just how it is. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's, that, 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 you got a point there. Um, I, I, I think one is for ESPN to fill black, for, for one. But I just think for college football, it, it, for one, people say, well, if you go to the playoff, it takes away the, the incentive of the season. Well, not really, because no, cause you have to win your conference to get in the playoff. And I know, and I know there's going to be somebody that says, oh, Alabama didn't win their conference one year and they got in and Ohio State. That's an exception, not the rule. That, well, was, that, that, that is true, but I think now with eliminating that stuff, if you don't win your conference title, you yeah. don't have your shot of making the playoff is is slim. Yeah. Now I think you could probably get an at large bid, but you better have a good resume for it. But I just think that, like for instance, exactly. Oregon versus Wisconsin was a great game, and Oregon won the Pac-12 championship. Now some people think that Oregon should have probably been in the college football playoff. I mean, with four teams, you know, it makes a lot of spice to it. Yeah. But you left the team out like Oregon out of it. Now, I could say maybe go to six teams. You got the five conference champions and a six at large. Well, but I just he, think that he, the bowl games, to me, are just for people to feel good at the end of the day if you win a bowl game. I understand there's team bonding and all that, but who's really watching the Bahamas Bowl? Did you watch the Idaho Potato Bowl yesterday? I did not, but I do know that Frank Solich had French fries dumped on him. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it's kind of like in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl where Herb Edwards had Frosted Flakes dumped on him. I don't know if they were great, but that's beside the point. But be careful how you say conference champions because there's been years where your conference champion might have three losses, especially if the... I think there's been years where the Pac-12 champ has, who's won the conference championship game, has three losses going in. So you kind of have to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. And look, keeping it at four means you pretty much have to, yeah, you, you pretty much have to win all your games, and you might get one mulligan and to use, but that and that's pretty much it. If you start expanded to eight, you're going to get two. You're going to start seeing two lost teams get in, and really you can't consider a two-loss team an elite team. What do you mean? Because sometimes you, you, you slip up. I, I But get, in football, I guess, you have, you have a very little margin of error. Exactly. And you've got, if you're able to toe the line, make it through, congratulations. You get the title of elite team. Now go battle it out for the championship. Right. If so, that'll be inter- So, But anyways, we'll, well go. Think about it. Think about this. Let's say you go to 16 teams. And let's say, hmm, I would say this. Could we do, I don't know, see. No, I would say do 16 teams. So how many weeks would that? The first would be the first 16, then you go down to eight, then you got on to four, you go to the final two, which would be four weeks. Yes. Play that on New Year's 
So basically, right after the season's over, you get right into the playoff. No, no. Bowl kind games. of like, kind of like how the champions uh, championship subdivision is. Yes. Wouldn't that bring a lot more? I guess first two rounds maybe make it home field sites, top seeds. Okay, I mean, I I, I see where you're getting at here. There's a chance you may have to make a team from the south cross the Mason-Dixon line and come north. North, I, I, I see where you're getting at. But again, it starts to get into uh, you have a two loss. You have, might have, let's say, for example, you have a two loss team going to play a number one. Play the number one seed who's unbeaten, and then it ends up being a bloodletting. But I, I guess I just don't. I, or you expect? I don't know if, why you expect it to be a bloodletting in the first round, though. There's gonna. I think there's gonna be some good games. I really would want to see an Alabama, granted, come up and play possibly Michigan or Michigan State, whatever year it could be. Um. At, up at Michigan State or at Ohio State, if that ever happened, or seeing these SEC teams coming up to the north past the Mason-Dixon line, not play down there south of the Mason-Dixon line and go to a, a sunny bowl game, or have a team from all the way out east travel out west and play some of those Pac-12 teams. I mean, I just want to see that with, with with this playoff. I think it adds more spice to it. I really think people want to stick with the old-fashioned way because they know that with tradition, some of these teams aren't going to fall off. I mean, let's face it. Some teams have been riding on tradition for years. Um, or or even gives Notre Dame a chance maybe to, to, to show what they have. You know, they've been an independent, and sometimes they have been the laughing stock of the championship games where they get in and they do get blown out and what whatnot. But wouldn't it be kind of interesting if, if Notre Dame was a top team and let's say Clemson had to go up to Notre Dame. What would that be like? You know what I'm saying? It, it just makes you think. Or what if Clemson has to go up to Ohio State in the shoe? Or, you know, if Wisconsin's having a good year, what do they got to do if they go up to Wisconsin? How how good is Trevor Lawrence going to play if the if the temperature is below 32 degrees? I, know, I understand it's something that's going to make you think. Change your strategy. Because now, you, when when the, it gets cold outside, what do you got to do? You got to go to that ground and pound game. And can they do that? What happens if you eliminate the speed of the Southern teams? Let's, let's face it: when the ground gets cold and hard, now obviously most people play on fake surfaces, but it, it's a lot different when the elements change and you're not playing in either a controlled temperature dome or you're playing somewhere where it's going to be mild during late December, early January. I mean, that, that just makes you think, you know, okay, well, what goes on here? Hmm. Minnesota's coming around with P.J. Fleck. I mean, I hopefully he stays there and kind of builds something. But let's say P.J. Fleck gets a top-ranked Minnesota team, and they got to get a team to come up all the way to Minnesota's field. And maybe it's a random SEC team. I'm not saying it could be Auburn. It could be Alabama. I don't really care. It could be Florida. What are you going to do up there? Where maybe it's going to be twenty five degrees, but the wind chill is in the sub zeros. Hmm. It is, like you said, it is stuff that you're going to think about. 
But again, how are we going to determine that when it's never going to happen? We're not going to have... There's a reason why these games are played in warm weather cities because people actually go to them. If it's thir- if it's thirty some degrees, what do you mean? It- no, 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 no. If, if, if I said the first two can be home sites, after that you could do neutral sites and do the warm weather. My thing is this: if it's a home site and Ohio State has a football game, you got to bring a Southern team up here. You know damn well, a hundred something thousand Ohio State fans are going to fill that stadium. So it's not going to be a matter of like, ain't nobody going to these games. And these are the top 16 teams in the country. So a lot of them, at least 14 to 15, almost all of them are going to have a fan base. I just don't I just don't think that at 5 and 7, you should get a bold berth. I mean, come on. Exactly. You had a losing I mean, I'm with, I'm with, and 6 I'm and 6 is sketchy, too. I agree. That I'll give you, too. I mean, especially if you play in the ASS conference. I mean, I give Clemson the all the Atlantic. The Atlantic. I give Clemson all the props. They are a really good football team, but there's some other those teams in there that are just straight I'm, trash. I've said it. The ACC is tr- is a trash conference. Yeah, it, it is trash. I mean, it, it is. But I, I was looking at some of these. I mean, if we look, whoops. Um. Bowl schedule. Okay, so we'll, we'll play we'll play a little game here with Frank. Don't cheat. We'll we'll play a little game here. All right. Well, we already have LSU versus Clemson for the College Football National Championship. Um, actually, you know what? What do we do here? Oh, uh, here we go. We do some college football here. Here we go. Mm. 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 Um. Here we go. Who won the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl? Okay, I'm trying to think who played in that. I believe a back team played in that. I Correct. Believe, I believe it was Buffalo who was the back team. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was Buffalo who won that. 31-9 over Charlotte, but it took you a while to remember that bowl game. That was the first off of the bowl games, December 20th. Who played in the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl? <laughs> okay, that I couldn't tell you because I didn't pay any attention to those games. I believe that was because I actually had a basketball game that day. Mm-hmm. Probably somebody from the Fun Belt and I crap don't really know don't really care uh kent state okay 51 utah state 41 first ever bowl game victory oh yeah for kent that's state. right kent state won that one right yeah again i i i didn't get it i didn't get a chance to watch any of those because again i had a game that day right um the next one Celebration Bowl. The what? The Celebration Bowl. Oh, that's uh, the one that puts uh, a couple of HBCU teams. That's right. I think Nor- I believe North Carolina A and T was one of the teams that played in it, if I remember right. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It was a it was a high, it was a college basketball score. Oh, really? <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Sixty-four to forty-four over Elkhorn State. Yeah. How about this one? The 
the Boca Raton Bowl. Share a Bundy Bowl. Share a Bundy Boca Raton Bowl. Oh, and the Boca Raton. Right. <laughs> I couldn't even tell. I don't even know who played in it. I Florida Atlantic 52, SMU 28. Oh, Lane Kiffin's bunch. So, but like I said, why do all that, eliminate that, and go to 16-team playoff? And you got your action packed of Saturday-Sunday football. See who goes on to the next round. All goes back to my argument is that there is only having it at four keeps uh, the relevance of the regular season. And you pretty much have to. You, you still know, have a relevance of the regular season. Yeah, but then, but then I kind of like, okay, we can lose maybe three games now instead of lose just one. Well, yeah, you can lose seven and get an extra bowl game. No. <laughs> Here's what I, I say. Right, just cut it to eight. I say just, but there's no bowl games. It, that's it. Eight teams make it in. That's it. That's what I'm saying. You're cutting the bowl games out. That's why I, I said 16 teams. Look, look I, would be I understand. Somewhat fair. I'm a hypocrite for saying this. I hate a lot of these flea bag bowls, but you know what? It all comes down to this. Yeah, but think about it. If you have 16 teams, you're putting more teams in it. You still getting that dollar holler for the dollar each weekend. But the the entertainment value then goes. No, the entertainment value goes up. Look, look what's all on the line. Think about it. Think about it, Frank. If I got sixteen teams, let's see here. We'll do this. We'll look at the last rankings. NCAA football. And is there rankings on here? Or skip. Let me see. Uh, I don't have rankings. Okay. So, we'll do... There should be some rankings here. We'll go to more. Um, Transfer watch, college pick them, recruiting rankings is probably... That's recruiting rank. Oh wait, no, no, it's okay, rankings. Good. College football playoff rankings. Here we go. College football playoff rankings. This is this is from this year. College football playoff rankings. Number one is LSU. Number two is Ohio State. Three, Clemson, Oklahoma. All right, cool. Those four. Look look at the top sixteen, and you can't tell me you're gonna get a good game. LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia, Oregon, Baylor, Wisconsin, Florida, Penn State, Utah, Auburn, Alabama, Michigan. Notre Dame and Iowa. Memphis misses the cut. Iowa versus LSU. LSU. would absolutely jackhammer Iowa. Ohio State and Notre Dame. Buckeyes. Right. But Ohio State versus Notre Dame at the shoe. T-shirts galore. Think about it. Yeah, well, I get, I get, I get play that it, Notre Dame. I get that it would sell T-shirts, T-shirts, money, and and ratings. But out the, the actual roof. game would be no. Why would it be <sighs> nothing? Because what if Notre Dame had a pretty decent year and was in the top four? It would still be the same thing. Uh, if Notre Dame was in the top four, they would not be playing Ohio State in the sixteen team tournament uh, 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 in the uh, first round. Right, but still, it's still a great first round matchup. So this kind of takes away from what you're saying that it's going to be bootiness. Remember, what are the bowl games for? What are the bowl games for? Just to make money and to fill black, right? Yeah. Okay. So Ohio State. 
Notre Dame. I'd Clemson, take the Buckeyes by double digits. Clemson, Michigan. Clemson would rickroll. Oklahoma, Alabama. Jason Hurst goes back. UV Jalen Hurst. Jaylen, not, not my bad. J, not Jason Hurst, the old reporter at Channel 11. Speed, Alabama comes the Norman to face off against Jalen Hurst, their old quarterback. Don't tell me that ain't bringing in any ratings. Okay, first off, I do have to mention about Mr. Hurst. He's actually got a gig Who's in Southern Illinois. But back to this game. That's a tough one. That is tough. Exactly. No do we have bad bowls. So let's say, okay, so no Tua in this one. No, because obviously Tua didn't play in the, in the bowl game. No Tua. But if Tua would have played... That would have been bananas. If Tua was not hurt, then they would not be ranked 13th. We don't know that. But going by, but the, the fact of the matter is, look at it. That is juicy. College game day wouldn't know where to go. Ohio State, Notre Dame, or Oklahoma, Alabama. They probably go to Oklahoma, Alabama because it's got the storyline. You see where I'm going with this? There's a storyline with a lot of these I games. I get there's a storyline, but that doesn't mean that everything's going to be highly competitive. Because, look. We've already mentioned two of the two of our first three mentioned would be blowouts. Ohio State would beat Notre Dame by double digits. You don't know that. I have a good feeling that they would. Next game. Georgia versus Auburn. SEC slobber knocker. The last time we had two SEC teams rematch in a postseason game, it was Not this one, though. I'll pass. Next one. Oregon. Utah. Pac-12. Rematch. No thank you. Why you say no thank you? Because that did you watch the Pac-12 championship game? It was pretty good. Oregon destroyed Utah. So what? Okay, you get the rematch. The no, rewind. thank you. No rematch of a blowout. Rematch, rematch, smematch. You're going to see if Utah can bounce back against Oregon. And what did Utah do in their bowl game against a five-loss Texas team? They got rickrolled. Baylor, Penn State. Um... Baylor was actually a nice slow surprise this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt Rule, Matt Rule's got him going back on the right track. Although I like ba- I like guys on Baylor's defense. I do not like their offense. Penn State. Uh, that game might be competitive, but both teams got way too many flaws. And then you have Wisconsin, Florida. Uh, that's an 8 9 game. Yes. And it's up at Whiskey. Oh. Uh, a couple of good running backs that game Jonathan Taylor, LaMichael Pirine. Mm-hmm. Uh, By the way, Davis blew that game for Wisconsin for one with the, the pass interference call, the, the, the fumble. And then slipping on his route. I think Wisconsin probably should have won the Rose Bowl. But anyway, look at that. Wisconsin, Florida. That one, I think, would be competitive. Right. But it's an 8-9 game. Okay. 
That's probably about the only one in the bunch you're going to see that's close. Okay. Maybe Penn State and Baylor, but the rest of them, hard pass. Mm, Okay, so let's say LSU beats Iowa. Which they would. They would beat them by 50. Uh, I don't know about that one. Yeah, well, they I mean, would. they beat Oklahoma by 50. What difference does it make? They would play, uh, would, okay. they would play the winner of Wisconsin and Florida. Still, LSU still wins by double digits. Not a, a, a bloodbath, though, right? Wouldn't, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like what they did against Oklahoma. Uh, Ohio State would play uh, Penn State or Baylor winner. Buckeyes. But Penn State would, might possibly play Ohio State. Ah, uh, no. Oh, and it was a decent game in the regular season. Uh, mm. No, thank you. I'm not. No, no, thank you. I don't trust James Franklin in a big spot. Okay. Then Clemson would play the winner of Oregon, Utah. Uh, they would win that one easily. Oklahoma would play the winner of Georgia and Auburn. I'll take the Sooners. None of those games would be close. Okay. So let's say all the teams teams move on. It would be chalk. Chalk? Yeah. Okay. So let's say the teams move on. So we go from 16 to 8. The top four. Yeah, and then we would end up having what we just had. LSU, Ohio State. No, 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 no. LSU would have mollywopped Oklahoma. Clemson ended up beating Ohio State, and we end up right where we're at anyway. But you don't know that. You don't know that at all. We could have Penn State upset Ohio State. No. Depending on the calls. I uh, we'll get we'll you know we'll but that's more entertaining than these flea bag bowls. Sixteen teams, you put them in Saturday, Sunday, split them up, made for TV, and you got four weeks of Smash Mouth football. You end it possibly on New Year's Day or the week after New Year's. Still don't like any of the early matchups, and we end up right back where we started. With our original four teams. Ah, well, that that's the mockery of what we have, but we, we don't exactly know that whether or not. I mean, let's face it. I mean, there could be a couple. Is it going to be an upset here and there? I would say no. It's, I think the the, the point of the matter is this: that is more entertaining than watching the cinnamon toast crunch cereal bowl. I mean, is, let's be honest. I mean, these names for these bowls are outrageous. The Frisco Melt Bowl and whatever. And then kids are also not even playing in the bowl games. I'm going to skip and go play in the NFL. What? That's but if you got the 16-game playoff and you know that the national chip is on the line, all them kids is playing. I get, I get that, but it goes back to what I said originally. The Korean... The cream rises to the top, but there isn't that much cream in the can to begin with. I don't really care about the... We know that sometimes the cream rises to the top. The fact of the matter is I'm tired of the rotten tomatoes being televised on television with these rotten bowl games. So you'll want to see a rotten first-round matchup where LSU beats Iowa by 70. Who's to say that? Kirk Ferentz is actually a pretty decent coach. 
Not saying that he isn't, it's just the fact that LSU was that much better. Okay. All right. I mean, that's your opinion. I mean, like I said, I don't know. This is mythical, so we don't know what happens. It's gonna be, it has to be played between the lines. That's just all I'm saying. What did you have next, Frank, our last segment? Well, I think we got to rap about uh, what happened in the real playoff. And your referee. You know, I know. And what happened. So that oh. will involve officiating. And I think we also got to hit on the uh, David Stern legacy. And we also got to hit on NFL wildcard games since it's wildcard weekend. Okay, well, we'll, okay, we'll, we'll touch on that just a little bit. By the way, I won the NFL pick um, by landslide. We'll touch on Good that. Good for you. <laughs> I noticed that you didn't really pick on that. Yeah, Actually, I got, I got we, too preoccupied we, with other we things. We do need to talk about NFL because um, the Lions are at a crossroads. Are they the NFC version of the Browns? I would uh, not object to that. We got to hear Frank's thoughts on that and some of the crazy stuff that the Lions are doing. Well, yeah. we've all, we all, yeah, and we got to hit on wild card games this weekend. Wow, so the NFL got, next, right? Wild card, your Lions. I know you got some venom to speak. Well, it's kind of, it's pretty much, that's pretty much all old news now. Oh, it's old news now. Okay. Yeah. So that, that, that's old news. I just wanted to get you a little bit of your thoughts because, you know, it was Black Monday. And no, it's not about black folks. And maybe you thought Matt Patricia was going to be part of the axe. Well, I already knew he wasn't going to be he before. All right. And so, but it, and we also got to hit on what happened in the actual playoff as well. The playoff? Oh, yes. Okay. okay. Well, we'll talk college football playoff and NFL wild card weekend, which might not be a snoozer. Yeah, only time will tell. Okay, we'll be back after this on 88.3 Tees. After further review, make sure you check out this podcast with Frank and myself on iTunes and on SoundCloud. You be listening, Frank? Yeah, I've been listening. Okay, good job, Frank. We'll be back after this.